Hello, ladies and lads, and welcome back to the Hollow Leg Podcast, where we're going to talk about some of the baseball hot stove signings that have been going on, as well as some trade rumors. Now, there were some big news uh, actually posted just yesterday. Starting pitcher Garrett Cole seems to be signing with the New York Yankees for a colossal nine-year deal worth $324 million. Garrett Cole struck out 326 batters last year, so he's pretty much making $1 million per strikeout that he had last year, which is pretty funny. Just to put how big of a deal that is, Garrett Cole will be making $36 million per year for the next nine seasons. The Tampa Bay Rays, the one of the division rivals for the New York Yankees, spent $68 million on their entire payroll in 2019. So Garrett Cole is pretty much getting half of the entire payroll of the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, six days ago, the Los Angeles Angels paid $325 million to buy the team's home stadium and surrounding land as part of a deal that would keep the franchise in the city of Anaheim through 2050. So, Garrett Cole is being paid more than the entirety of Angel Stadium and the surrounding lands, which is just, it's hard to comprehend how much money he's going to be making. Now, it seems to be a good investment. Garrett Cole was drafted by the Pittsburgh Pirates in the first round with the first overall pick in 2011, and for the most part has lived up to it. He did quite well with the Pirates, other than a little bit of a hiccup in 2017 when his ERA ballooned to 4.26, but he rebounded pretty much immediately in 2018 with the Houston Astros, and last year just his numbers were absurd. He had a 2.50 ERA with earlier I mentioned 326 strikeouts. He also only had 48 walks compared to that for a strikeout to walk ratio of 6.79. He also had an ERA plus of 185 which led the entire majors as well as a 2.64 fielding independent pitching which again, led the American League. His whip was .895, which again is just, these numbers are absurd. He was just phenomenal last year. Add on top of the solid track record, his um, ascension to be the best starting pitcher in baseball right now, And the fact that he's only 29 years old, it seems to be a very solid and safe investment for the Yankees. Now, the Yankees have shied away from spending big money on free agents this past decade. Brian Cashman has wanted to be a bit more moderate in his spending. And this past decade is the first decade where the Yankees didn't make the World Series. It's the first time that it's happened in a century. They didn't make it through the dead ball era from 1903 when the World Series started until 1920. So, it seems like they are willing to spend the big bucks to get a premier starting pitcher, something that they've lacked for quite a while. Um, Their starting pitching has been... They've had decent pitchers, but they haven't had any overwhelming starting pitchers, probably since Roger Clemens or the great years of CeCe Sabathia. 
Now the other top starter, Steven Strasberg, was also taken off the market. He signed a seven-year deal with the Washington Nationals, so he's actually not moving anywhere. He just got a better deal than what he had when he opted out of his contract. Steven Strasberg is getting a seven-year deal worth $245 million which seems to secure his future as a lifetime Washington National. He will be 38 years old when the contract expires, and at that point he may be considering retirement. Steven Strasburg, another first-round pick, the first overall pick in the 2009 draft, has had a pretty successful career, albeit a bit of an injury-riddled one. Um, he got shut down in 2011 for Tommy John surgery after pitching only 24 innings. And although he's never been the extremely lights-out starting pitcher that he was before Tommy John surgery, he's certainly always been an excellent starting pitcher, hosting a career 3.17 ERA with 1,695 strikeouts thus far in his career, averaging 241 a season. This past season was only the second season where he surpassed 200 innings, pitching 209 and actually leading the National League. He also set a career high in strikeouts with 251 strikeouts, as this was his first full healthy season since 2014. He was absolutely dominant in the 2019 postseason, which culminated in his 2019 World Series MVP selection. Over the course of the postseason, across 36.1 innings, he struck out 47 and only gave up 8 earned runs. His contract also includes a full no-trade clause, which seems to reinforce that he will be a Washington National for the rest of his career which I believe is very fitting, as he's been more or less the face of the franchise ever since he was signed on. Now, if you're worried that the starting pitching market is starting to grow a bit too thin for your teams, there's still some pretty good choices out there. Number three free agent Hyunjin Ryo is still available, as is Madison Bumgarner, a surprisingly resurgent Homer Bailey, and Dallas Keuchel. The Minnesota Twins are bringing in catcher Alex Avila on a one-year deal. It seems like he's going to play backup for 2019 breakout star Mitch Garver. Oddly enough, this will be the third American League Central team that Alex Avila will play for. I guess he enjoys the division. The Minnesota Twins also re-signed their starting right-handed pitcher, Michael Pineda, to a two-year deal worth $20 million. Michael Pineda will miss the first 39 games of the 2020 season due to a suspension for PED usage that did not fulfill by the end of the season last year. The Philadelphia Phillies are signing free agent shortstop Didi Gregorius to a one-year $14 million deal. Gregorius was considered to be the top shortstop in the thin free agent pool this year, although he only had .9 war due to injuries, hitting a lackluster .238 with only 16 home runs, which is well below his norm. 
It is an adequate low-risk investment for the Phillies, as well as giving him a chance to enter the free agency pool again next year if he proves himself to be still capable of putting up the numbers he did from 2015 to 2018. Former perennial all-star Adam Jones seems to have finished his career in the major leagues over here anyway. He announced signing a two-year deal worth $8 million with the Japanese baseball team, the Oryx Buffaloes. Jones, who was arguably the most valuable player on the Baltimore Orioles team this past decade, ended up signing a one-year deal this past season with the Arizona Diamondbacks, where he put in a 263-13-414 slash line, with only 16 home runs and 528 plate appearances and subpar defense, although his leadership and mentor skills were still highly valued. The final move that I want to bring up that happened this past week is the Chicago White Sox traded with the Texas Rangers to acquire right fielder Nomar Mazzara. Nomar Mazzara is a surprisingly consistent player, even though his stats aren't very eye-popping. He hit 20 home runs in each of his first three seasons and hit 19 this past year, making a grand total of 79 on his career. His batting average always hovers around the 260 mark. The lowest it's been is 253 and the highest it's been is 268. His on-base percentage is exactly 320 for his career. Again, not varying much. The White Sox are sending Steel Walker, a center field prospect, to the Rangers in return for the deal. Now that'll wrap up the major deals. I'm sure as soon as I publish this podcast, there's going to be either a major signing or a major uh, trade that will instantly date this podcast, but that'll just give me something to talk about next week. I hope you all enjoyed listening. This is the Hollow Leg signing off.